0: Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's It's the the Confederacy of Dunks Dunks Basketball Podcast. Podcast.
1: Trust Trust in in Massage. Welcome to... The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Basketball Podcast! Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Revis. And who, sir, are you? I'm known around these parts as the producer. I'm Matt Duncan. Freddie, welcome to Season 9
0: of the Confederacy of Dunks. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing very good. Uh, I'm excited for, you know, today's episode. I'm excited for the season. Uh, I'm excited to talk uh, Raptors ball with you, man. You feeling good?
0: Yeah, man. It's, I'm looking forward to seeing the Raptors play at home in front of fans. Hopefully it's all safe and good. Uh, so far, so good, I guess, with the hockey and stuff. So, yeah, it's like, you know, a, a breath of fresh air in you know, these difficult times that we're still kind of making our way through. But, you know, lots of lots of hope with this team and it's going to be fun to see them
1: grow a little bit and get better. Well said. Well said. Um yeah, I'm excited too. You know, and you, when you're listening to this, uh, you're gonna be, um, you know, uh, on on day one of the Raptors, and mm-hmm. we are a Raptors podcast. We're hardcore fans. Uh, as you'll see today, we have you know analysts on, but we also have comedians. Yeah, uh, we, we try to mix it up as much as possible. Um, yeah, we're just we're we're hardcore, and we we love the NBA too. So you know, half the show is dedicated to that, of course. But, um, you know, if you uh, if people want to find us, if they want to check us out, if they want to support us like. Mm-hmm. You know, make us like that like Dak Shepard money um, yes how can they do that uh, Maddie D Shepherd. is Dak Shepard at the top now is that what we are with podcasts is it I'm Dax pretty Shepard? sure he yeah oh like it, if you're thinking about the old American Gladiators he yeah. jousted Rogan right into that like the <laughs> oh. ball pit you know <laughs> and Mark Maron's just running running around uh, oh yeah enjoying. he's doing his thing
0: <laughs> he's doing his thing science <laughs> podcast they're doing their thing you know no worries you can check us at dunkspodcast.com that is our website that is where we keep our episodes that is where we have our links to all the social media as well as all the podcatchers and our YouTube, and as well our our podcast network that we're a part of. You can go to thesonarnetwork.com, click that and more button. Don't be afraid of it. I've told you before to not be afraid of it. It's not going to bite you like an alligator. You press that, you're going to find our podcast there, along with many others, too. And as I've said before, click on the guest names in the show description, and you can see all the other episodes they've been on. As well as other podcasts on the network, too. So if you're, in, you're if you're going through uh, an Anna Sesmer wormhole and you want to hear him on as many different shows as possible, very easy way to do it. Um, and, uh, yeah, just our Patreon we have going on. We're going to fix that up a little bit because I know uh, we're going to be switching to the Canadian prices to make it a little more affordable. And what else? Tukes. We do have Tukes. Like, do you think I'm lying when I say that? No, we got two. We have man. Tukes. So please get in contact with us. Uh, Confederacydunks at gmail.com. You can send us a message through Twitter, whatever Instagram message you a to. We can get you to
1: ain't going to itch all winter. Okay. Itch proof in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> these tukes like Trust me. They're real one um, and for sale too. Uh, <laughs> so um, let me know. Um, my wife's like, when are you going to ship these? I'm like, no worries. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> maddie you you covered all the bases thank you you're you're the best uh uh we got something fun coming up but i think before we get into that i'm just gonna you know let people know what's going on today so we have ennis esmer uh you know from the blind spot from the toronto show from roast battles um Uh, red oaks from from red oaks from from so many so many shows and from this podcast uh He's awesome. Um, he's making us laugh. And, uh, we also have, um, Jay Rosales from Raptors HQ. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be, yeah. If you're listening to this very early, he's going to be on Metro uh, in the morning talking about the Raps' home opener. Yeah. He's someone you just got to go to, uh, you know, if you need a nice concise level-headed Raptors opinion, um, he's on the pod with his dog. Uh, it's, uh, it's a good time. Um, so, so enjoy (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think that's covered for the episode, but Matt, we wanted to talk a little bit about, um, a new, I guess, you know, Patreon slash, uh, additional thing we're going to be adding throughout the season. So, um, yeah, why don't, why don't you take it away? So
0: I was talking to Freddie and we both have league pass and I was like, well, wouldn't it be fun to do a league pass report segment, you know, well, I think we're going to, maybe put this on our Patreon. I'm not really sure yet, but what we're going to do is Freddie's going to give me a team per month and I'm going to give him a team. And we've got to watch that team that isn't the Raptors and report back and just kind of, you know, give our, our, you know, our understanding of what the, what the state of the team is based on us watching it. So, you know, we're going to watch a game in depth. So uh, for Freddie's first team for the month of October, I told him to watch the Clippers. So Freddie's going to watch a Clippers game. He's going to see maybe let a little time go at the beginning of the season and uh, report back. See how Paul George is doing without that, that that big hole that is uh, the quiet Leonard injury.
1: I love this. Um, It's a way for us to kind of like, you know, keep learning, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, educate and challenge each other. And, you know, a little uh, extra Patreon content and um yeah, I'm pumped to watch the Clippers. We'll see if we can get our research in and get an episode out before the end of October. But uh, just in case, you know, may- maybe we'll be uh, halfway through the month of November at the end of November, but we'll, we'll keep you updated for sure. Mm-hmm. My team for you, Maddie, is uh, the Chicago Bulls. I, I think the interesting part of their season. Yeah, I mean, uh, their-, their whole season will be interesting, but I feel like. You, there's going to be lots of figuring out early in the season. Lots of talent on that team. Lots yeah. of offensive talent. So Mujovic, I think Monzo uh, and, and. Oh yeah. Darrow, uh be you know, Co- Kobe white, you know, it should be, it should be a fascinating team, I think. And yeah. um, new coach and just, just a lot going on. So I feel like you'll get, uh, you know, at least chaos. You know what I mean? Yes,
0: yes, definitely. And I should say we should try to avoid watching uh, this team play the Raptors if we can.
1: I totally you know agree. I mean? We need to see them in a separate. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't watch a Raptors game without focusing on the Raptors. So exactly. that's easier for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, I think we're, we're good to get Perfect. rolling on this pod. Yeah. Um, let me just say, you know, as I always do, uh, email your city, city counselors, uh, defund the police stop Asian hate and black lives matter. And uh, let's, let's keep making a difference, everyone. And, you know, keep fighting for equality, please. And with that, I think Matt, Matty D, I should always call you Matty D. um, Please give me those sweet, delicious, booming words. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's, uh, let's get rolling here. I'm going to bring in our first guest. He, he's done the pod a couple times. Uh, we were just discussing potential uh, mutual friends on Facebook. There's one, but it's it's honestly not that big of a deal. Um, uh, he, he runs That's a Rap Pod. You know him from Raptors HQ. Uh, he's always on CP24 if you need a good Raptors take. Um, he also enlightened me that Norm Powell last year had similar stats to MVP Steph Curry. He's a, he's a yeah, he's he's got so much going on. He knows so much about the raps and he's such a great guest. Give it up as loud as you can even if even if you're at home alone for Jay Rosales.
2: I feel like this movement goes with the music. I don't know. Yeah, like you a I think I've been to a club in like beaches. <laughs> Love that intro though.
0: I hope that's the first song back when you go to the club.
1: <laughs> like, I know yeah. that it's my song. That's my song. That's, okay. that's my
2: entrance music.
1: <laughs> Sorry, sir, you still can't come in. <laughs> I'm, I'm the I'm the bouncer who, for some reason, believes <laughs> that that's your entrance music and is like just not going to let it fly.
2: Hey, man, I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for having me on again,
1: dude. Thanks for doing it. Uh, I love having you. Um, yeah, uh, as always, you know, my intros are sloppy, but there's a lot of love there. You know,
2: I feel nothing but love and. Hopefully the dog that's sleeping on my lap doesn't decide to... Urinate. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I
1: thought you were gonna say like, "Wake up, join the party." But yeah, Yeah. urinate. Legit would that would Uh, about twenty different
2: words came to my head. I'm like, "Urinate's the one that came out."
1: So that would throw things in a negative direction. Like you'd have to deal with it, you know. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Let's let's bring our guest number two. Uh, He's amazing. I I just worked with him uh, on a show that I I think we can promote now because it's out. uh, Roast battles, a hilarious show. He's the host um you know he's in so much like i got his imdb here i could just go on forever but you know the blind spot toronto uh, show toronto show uh i was gonna say the toronto (laughs) show because it came up during roast battles there was people who worked with ennis well i I guess uh, you know who it's gonna be now but there's people who worked with uh ennis on roast battles and the toronto show so it's like a long time connection i know it, it was amazing uh, shout out to JD. Uh, there's probably more uh, for director JD. He was awesome, but uh, yeah. Without further ado, he's incredible. Uh, I love him. Give it up as loud as you can for Anna Esmer Oh yeah!
3: Hey, thank you very much. Look at that. I I tried to make it like a like a talk show entrance because it feels like such a talk show. It was cool. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hello. Wow. That was good music. Very dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> I had dry ice over here, but the machine broke. I ran out of I ran out of the liquid.
1: Hey, <laughs> you drifted in, felt good. Um, you look good. So awesome.
3: nice to be here, Freddie. So fun to work with you. To have worked with you recently. Come on, Freddie was a, a, a audience warm up man on uh, on Rose Battle Canada seasons one and two, which we shot. Season two and season one is out now on that's right. CTV Comedy. I know we plugged this stuff at the end, but you were so amazing on it, and I just wanted to say that to you as well.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a good time. Um, we, we got to, you know, be, be like I think me and you are both nice. So we both got to be like nice and also like despicable comedians at the same time. It was yeah, it was, it was the best.
3: That work environment. I feel like the uh, the crew started to lean into like the kind of everything was like double entendre rude adult jokes. And I felt like we all had to say to each other like, hey, when you start a new job next week, you don't do that. Yes. Don't do that because you 100%. will get fired. Yes. Everything was just like, hey, did you check to see if the knob is oily? And it's like, <laughs> oh, what does that mean? Or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> that one part's standing up, I'm going to have to get rid of that fluff. And It's like, what is fluff? Anyway. <laughs> hey, man. I'm already doing it. Yeah.
1: No, it's good. It's good. Uh, you know, uh, we got a little bit of a horny pod starting. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good time. Um, horny little pod. <laughs> horny little, horny little basketball pod, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, this is good. Uh, okay, yeah, let's just start talking Raptors ball. Maddie, I know you're there. I'm not going to play the existential game. Please, good sir, give me your most delicious Raptors sting. Get <laughs> <speaking in> him, <you>, Freddie. <speaking in> Uh, let's get him. um I I just after okay I've heard that weird echoey <laughs> audio sting for for honestly years now and uh, or some you know like for like some variant of it and that's the first time I understood that the last word is assemble oh um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't I don't know what I thought it was uh either Matt just falling down this <laughs> Echoey stairs or something. It's, it's a bit of a, an anchor man right, shout out. Know
3: what Let's play this game again. Uh will you play it again? And I want to know what Freddie thinks it says.
0: Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. I
3: just I want to see this. Hold on, Freddy. What could it be? I heard it. This is the first time I heard it. I heard a symbol.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> rap rap rap.
3: like asbestos
1: uh, you're yeah, closer to like Ante to or something like, like it's so drawn out that i really can't make sense of the first couple syllables um raptors fans amaretto <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's an a like i thought it was like and one mixtape or, I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know from now on
3: i'm gonna say raptors fans asbestos whenever i see a group yeah.
1: Yeah. that's our new thing i think yeah. um okay, let's uh let's go to you first Jay. Uh, and um yeah, I just uh, you know, I was reading all, all the kind of headlines about the Raptors being the you know tenth biggest franchise in ter- like uh you know in terms of money according to Forbes, I guess. and um I know some of that's speculative because it's all about like if you were to sell them or whatever or like what the most recent NBA team was purchased for, you know, with bomber and I think Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, in Minnesota, there's been some sales stuff going on there. All that, all that aside, we are the 10th most valuable NBA franchise. So do you think like a, that means we're like, you know, closer to like a medium, maybe even a bit large market versus like the small market. And, you know, do you think in terms of perception that will, this will change that or, you know, yeah, it's, it's the fact that we're a Canadian team and we're still such the other, always like this,
2: you know, small market energy. Sell high. 10th most valuable. You can get rid of the team now. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. it's, uh, it's it's <laughs> honestly, it is actually a good sign, right? I mean, when, when the team first came out, it was, I don't know what the valuation was, but it definitely was in the low 20s. And I think it's really hard for any franchise when they're, they're getting their footing is trying to make a name for themselves and trying to become a, a destination that's appealing to players. So to answer your question right away, I would say it this is a good sign, right? That that it's mm-hmm. heading in the right direction. That at, cause at the end of the day, what what'll really help this valuation and the way that this this team is perceived is how players perceive them, right? So the let's say the the Lakers would be, if the Lakers were the 29th ranked franchise, they would still get tons of people wanting to go there because it's in LA. Right. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Toronto's in that top 10, it does help. But um, I think that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's how does it appeal to the players? Like we, we can appeal to like investors and fans and whatever, but, and that's, that's all good. But I think the fact that the, the Raptors have gotten up to 10th without, I mean, if we think about last year's all-star game, right. There were no Raptors in that all-star game. So if you think about all those teams that could boast that they had an all-star that should boost their valuation quite a bit in terms of Jersey sales. And yet the Raptors still sit in the top 10. I'm going to say glass half full. This is a good sign for the Raps. I think that they're, you're right. I don't think that they're in the middle of the pack anymore, but they're in that in-between zone of being like one of those top franchises in the middle. They're they're somewhere in between. So I like where they're headed.
1: Yeah. Great, great answer. And I think, you know, just, uh, I think right, right before I jump to Ennis, I'll just say, I also read today that, um, you know, I've been watching this trend too, like with the, with the whole offseason, but the Raptors have 10 international players. We, we officially tie the NBA for the most international team ever already. And I think really you can see it's heading in that direction. And I think, you know, that is a potential, I don't want to say solution to our, our market, but I think the fact that we're a different team in, you know, like, yes, we're in the same continent uh, as the U S but we are a different country and things are, you know, it's just going to be inherently different forever. So I feel like that is a potential way of dealing with that. And that's not to say that Americans like will always be like, I don't want to be in Toronto or, or all of them even are, but just, I do think that like, it's not, you know, it's not the U S the Canada, Canada will never be the U S. So I feel like international players is a way of dealing with that a bit. Um, But Ennis, yeah, you know, I don't know if you want to touch on that, but like yeah, mostly absolutely. I'm curious about the market, you know. Well,
3: like, no, just to be clear, this is about valuation of the team, right? So it's not about like uh, it's not about players. It's about how much money that like if you sold the franchise, how much it would go for.
1: Yes. I yeah. mean,
3: that's saying you know, obviously it's kind of been through the roof in the last seven, eight years. Right. Between the team moving into relevance, finally being able to sign any of its marquee free agents for the first time kind of ever between mm-hmm. Kyle and Demar and Kyle again and Serge and Kyle again. And, you know what I mean? Everybody else that has stayed, uh, Fred Pascal. I mean, he wasn't a free agent, but you know, um, before that we really, our track record was a disaster, you know? So I think that, uh, in as much as I, I'm trying to wrap my head around what valuation is, I feel like the value, like if we, We've been in on player. We we would have been signing big names if they would have come to us. Do you know what I mean? Like if if the Mm -hmm. perception was that they would play here. So I think the only thing missing from uh, that is unfortunately enough distance from our reputation as a place people don't want to play. And I think it is changing, but you can see even in media kind of doesn't like, you know, they're good with Toronto not being in the running. So it's nice to know that the team is actually making that much money and is worth that much because, we're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? No, one's moving this team. It's not like a couple of bad years are going to be, this is the first bad year the team had in what, eight years. Yep. How many years in a row did they make the playoffs eight, Seven, eight, eight. Uh, with it, with a chip. Right. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens because like, boy, oh boy, imagine who, who's the biggest free agent we've ever signed. That wasn't on our team.
1: I mean, you know, it's always a good question with the Raptors. I've, it might unfortunately like
3: be it, like Hedo Turkaloo. Is it Hedo um, Turkaloo? Like, is that what we're saying right now? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, he had so,
1: just come off of finals, and like, trust me, like, I, I truly despise Hedo Turkaloo. Like, like, if we had
3: signed Gian, one least Giannis, Raptors, yeah. but. hey, as a as a as a Turkish person, I was so excited for him to be here, and it was really instantly embarrassing. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what no, I mean? I, he really he plus, wasn't I'm just sorry. bad;
3: he was like miserable he's and mean. I, and yeah. Sh- he was rude to people. He was smacking phones out of people's things. He was he was doing that stuff where it's like, yeah. Anyway, you, you know, you're injured. You shouldn't be out and about. That's never a good look. But uh, we don't need to relitigate the signing of Hedo Turkoglu. But but the point is, like, if we had been able to sign Giannis, I don't think like I think we're in the top five. You know what I mean? If we had one guy to hang jersey sales on, mm-hmm. that we still haven't had that guy, we could go up even further. And I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's interesting because like ten years ago, I mean, when when. Colangelo was trying to go out and get, like, Anthony Parker and Mm -hmm. Nate Huffman and, you know, unfortunately, Rafael Arrugio and stuff. Like, they were kind of ahead of, at least in concept, ahead of the idea of looking outside of North America, definitely by by out of necessity because nobody would play here because we hadn't even made the Lowry deal or drafted Jonas or uh, T. Ross or Damar and all that, you know what I mean? And Bosch was leaving, so there was a real... Uh, uh, sort of a, a valley there where they just needed to look elsewhere for guys because no one would even come here. But now the team at least has like some pedigree, so I think that I think that number could go up over the next few years.
1: Yeah, me too. And you know, to to your point, yeah, that that was the year I be- me and my brothers became season seed holders, right? It was you know, Berniani, Garbajosa, Jose. Like we like Clint- yeah, crazy. You really went out and got some talent yeah. and was kind of like thinking. Yeah, and I think, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, Masai at some point during, you know, Colangelo's tenure. I'm not sure when exactly he brought Masai in and when Masai. Carlos Delfino. De- I mean, yeah, Delfino. Shout out Delfino. Oh, my God.
3: Yukich yeah. A lot of, got of guys. Yeah, you know.
1: Sh- hey, if we're so. going there, Rasha Nostarevich. I met him in person. Yeah, I said Nostarevich. Oh, I love Nostarevich. Oh, did you? Okay, sorry.
3: Yeah, he was the bouncer for their club night lineup, which was, I called it club night. It was him, Barniani Bosch. Uh, I think Calderon and then maybe Capono. Like it was just all guys who had like clearly put effort into their hair before they got onto the court. You know what I mean? hundred percent. And Rasho was the bouncer.
1: Rasho, like a forever bouncer energy. My God. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I saw him in a storage unit. He was moving his child's furniture. It looked so small to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and when I say child's furniture, I mean like like a bike and a bed, but it was just still, right. I was like, that's like, you're strong, you know? Um, furniture for
3: his child, not that he just has children's furniture. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right. I um, saw Roshan Osterovich just walking around with his <laughs> own furniture, which is for children.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A- Roshan, honestly, like if you see him on Adelaide, lots going on. You know. Yeah. Um, for- <laughs> <laughs> sleeps okay. in a twin bed. Interesting. Yeah. Sleeps in a, Yeah, but he plays hard. Okay. Uh, Ennis, I, um, yes. I realize this is like a pretty, you know, intense exercise, but like, I really kind of want to get to the mid roster here. And I'm hoping right. that we likely, uh, the, you know, the three of us like agree on, um, the first couple guys or first four mm-hmm. or five guys. Uh, so with the finalizing uh, of the roster, you know, with, with Utah and, you know, Wainwright getting dropped and, uh, uh, Isaac Bonga and, um, uh, Sam Decker, you know, being the final spots, I think let's leave, uh, Champagney and, and Johnson out of this for now. Like, let's think about 15 guys, but I wanted to start. The Raptors
3: are also leaving those two out of it. It seems.
1: Yes. You know, exactly. They'll be spending some time in the G league, you know? Yeah. Um, I want you to kind of give me your rundown of one to 15 uh, and then, you know, we'll like, we don't have to stop, just go through it and you know, we'll then go to, we'll then go to Jay. And I'm I'm curious where, you know, the three of us have, Oh uh, yeah. I'm really curious, like about after six or seven, like where some of these guys are going to land, like how important you think they are to the team. And, you know, if there's a, just one basic stat, I'll, I'll say like minutes played, you know, in, in your opinion, like,
3: right. So, okay. Well, if I was yeah. ranking them on minutes played, I'd go Fred, uh, OG Pascal, um, Dragic, I think Scotty, uh, Trent Boucher, Birch, Flynn, Precious. I think that's 10. Yep, uh, Utah 11, although I think he f- swips and swaps with uh. Precious and and Flynn as needed because it'll be interesting to see if they play Barnes in the backcourt at all and then uh and then after that wh- who we got left Ban- uh, uh, Svi what's how do you say Svi's last name I don't know Svi's Svi- last name Mihailiuk? okay Mihalyuk. okay I go him. And then I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I want Banton to get some minutes, so I'm going to put him 13th. And then who's mm-hmm. left? Decker and Bonga is that the rest Decker of the team? Decker yeah. Bonga, yeah. Okay, those. I'm just happy that I memorized those two guys. So <laughs> yeah, that was that's, that's nice. My, that's, that's my a rank. Solid memory. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, uh, I think. I mean, I think you rocked that pretty hard. I, I, I'm trying to uh, like I, I was curious where. And I, I tried to write it down as you were saying it, and I think I might have missed a couple guys, but oh, just
3: Boucher. I think I have Boucher in after Scotty. That's about okay. It. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So what, what, why don't you go, Jay? And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if there's any like major differences here.
2: Um, okay, so I, I, for my first switch, different from Dennis would be Siakam and OG. I think Siakam will. I mean, when he does return, he'll ultimately get more minutes than than OG. Right. Um, but that's more of a guess. I mean, I'm good either way. Like to me, Fred, Siakam and, and OG are just all three of them are yes. forty plus minutes kind of guys. Yeah. <laughs> um after that, it would probably go to this is a tough one. I actually give it to Gary Trent. I know there's a bit of that battle between Trent and, and Dragic on who should start and who shouldn't, but I, I really think that Dragic coming off the bench is really going to help that unit out. So I'm going to give the, the fourth spot to to Gary Trent. The fifth is a tie. I think Birch and Achula are going to split minutes at center. So then that puts us into our second unit where we're looking at um, Scotty. I think we'll probably get the most out of that. Um, and then we've got Flynn... I have like Flynn, Utah, Boucher, all kind of worked in together, along with, with when and then Utah. Utah just comes just a bit after, and then yes, V and and, and Banton at at the end there as uh, the final two, and then with with Bonga and Decker, it's really just. And honestly, I think that one of them may. I, I think what happened earlier today was both of their guarantee dates on their contracts got pushed out, which hmm. kind of gives the indication that one of them could still be cut. So um, I'm not right. I'm not giving them either of them a whole lot of minutes in this scenario. So they kind of are both tied for 14th. And, you know, if, if one of them doesn't ultimately make the team, then I hope it's Decker because he's MAGA. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that was
1: some weird shit. I still feel like that hasn't been like fully addressed. Like, I, I know there's been like some talk about it, like he's been asked a couple of times and like there's been. Like an expression of like him changing, um, but yeah, that was uh, was a weird story when we first
2: got him. That I was kind of like, where where's this gonna go, you know? But well, I um, mean, if it's just if it ultimately ends up being like like something like the like the Goran situation, right? It it turned around fairly quickly, right? Like mm-hmm. he apologized for what he said. There was a misinterpretation, whatever. But that's a bit different with Sam Decker, right? Like he has a bit of a checkered past, right? And and it just doesn't for me, at least, it doesn't jive with the rest of how the team has been constructed and the culture that that's been built here, that, um, that someone like him would be part of the team. So maybe there's something that's happened behind closed doors that, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of regrets what he said, or I don't know. Um, cause so far he's actually been saying the right things, but yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'll, I'll say this too, just from like, you know, I think because of the type of player that the Raptors have been, you know, kind of known to go after. Like I was also really kind of hoping for Wainwright and I know Decker went off in that last preseason game, but yeah, Wainwright seems to me to have this kind of like, I don't know, like a, like just a, we'll do anything Rondé Hollis Jefferson attitude that I I kind of enjoyed. But um, yeah, as far as the, lineup. I feel like, I don't know, I guess I thought there would be more differences, but like our, our interpretations of the team are all like almost identical. Like uh, I feel like Jay, you
3: got Boucher pretty low. I thought I was surprised you haven't been like, you don't think he's yeah. going to crack starting five or like, yeah, You, I, you I, think I, precious jumps him in the, in the, in the rotation.
2: Well, I think it's, I, there was something, I believe it was nurse had said that, um, that Birch and Achua are basically splitting the center spot. So mm-hmm. If you give them each twenty-four, uh, you know Boucher is going to get quite a bit when he does return. He will take over as as the starting four in place of Siakam. Uh, I think is that the deal with him? Contract.
3: They're going to make him the four moving forward. They don't want him to play five. That's yeah, what. I, yeah, that's,
1: that's what I hope. Yeah, because like, right. I feel like you know Boucher is such a good help defender, and he's so yeah. good on the wing. And I feel like he's his whole career. He's been put in this position you know especially with the whole like platoon center thing which i i think we're going to get to more later in the later in the pod too but like there's just there's so much mobility needed in to, in today's like you know pick and roll crazy game like we all I'll, like pull up jumpers everywhere and it's kind of like yes he does get pushed around when he's a C but if you just think about him as like not a center and you have guys that are strong like i don't I, I don't want to see too much like Barnes or OG at center but they are you know, they, all those guys have like a bunch of pounds on Boucher and, yeah, and and precious and, and Birch definitely do. I, I, I thought for that reason there was a chance that Gillespie would make the team, but he, he really struggled. And, um, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, the it's one so thing I was going to say was, uh, well, what about Svi, you know, versus Flynn? Like, and, and I know Flynn is the point guard, but like, do you think there's any chance that, like, you know, I, I feel like we, we just didn't showcase Flynn in, in the preseason. That was a bit, he, yeah, that was a bit of a He did a couple spread. of hot
2: games. Yeah, he did he, near the end. You're right. He I, I did, remember those I, first, first couple of games. I was wondering, like, are, are they purposely trying to, you know, give some more time to those that need it, such yes. as Benton and Svi? And yeah. Because, yeah, I, saw, I felt that too. I was like, is Flynn going to be bypassed here? Because this the preseason should be all about Flynn because we already know Right, you know, Fred is a product and all that, and and Flynn is supposed to be the the next starting backup point guard, right? So mm-hmm. I was a bit perplexed by that, but you know, to to Ennis's point, right, Flynn did get some shine at the end there, and he kind of came through. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I'm willing to believe that that the extra year of experience in Nurse's system means that he's very likely going to be the the backup point guard, and you know, playing alongside uh Dragic is only going to help his development. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I see that. But ideally, you know, after some time in the G League, you know, Delano is going to going to be able to step in there and kind of be that third point guard, kind of like the the mm-hmm. Delano right of this team to to kind of help out there. But yeah, that's, well, that's kind a, of where I see. He's Flynn. a point guard. Delano yeah, is yeah. a point guard. Oh, he's oh, a yeah. six
1: nine point guard. I mean, I mean if
3: three. If three of these guys, two or three of these guys pan out, we're going to be a problem. But exactly. Is, yes. No,
1: he's exactly. a point guard. That's yeah. crazy. I had no he's, idea. He's taller than Scotty Barnes. Well, I mean, yeah. Scotty yeah. Barnes is like, can, he's got some point guard action to him. Like at least in the half court, like, yeah, I think this team, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be super fascinating. And um, yeah, I, we're all pretty, you know, similar on our, on our spots here. And I think that for me, anyway, Svee and Banton are the guys that can like kind of push the, their agendas and maybe, you know, usurp someone and, and, and Flynn was a guy I'm thinking, you know, there was some potential, but like, I'm, I'm with you, Jay. I feel like it was like, we're, you know, we're steadfast in what we do and Flynn's proven himself as the backup. So I feel like he at least is going to get the first like chunk of the season. And, you know, unless it's a disaster, he'll, he'll be our backup linker. Um, Hey, can
3: I, can I read this? uh, I'm looking up the sporting news article on Sam Decker that I read when we first traded for him. Can I just tell you the little highlights? Please. Because he says, apparently, uh, after Jared Smith said that it was some Trump shit, uh, he said, I've never been a Trump guy. So this blindsided me. So he, I don't know if he's actually a Trump person. But what seems like it happened is there was some sort of an article about how white people have no culture. And he uh, tweeted about how don't he shouldn't have to be ashamed to be white. I'm proud of who I am and so should you. Um, The problem is when white people say they're proud, it usually doesn't come across pretty good right now, like in the culture. It also seems like maybe he had an argument with uh, J.R. Smith about why, it seems like in that like hip hop realm of just out of touch of like, why can't white people use the N-word? The way black people do in their music, not like he was tr- saying it, but it sounds like an argument that's just humiliating from the jump. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh my god, so maybe there's a lack yes. of self-consciousness to be like, hey, how come you guys can say it, but I can't? Isn't it just as bad? Like people who don't yeah. get it at all. You know what I mean? Yes. 100%. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's just not smart or aware <laughs> of what's going on. Just seems like that for me. You know what I mean? I've I've, I've had that argument with people trying to be like, it's not your word. Yeah. You it's know, not, it's not okay. Yeah, It's a weird thing to want to play devil's advocate from, you know what I mean? Like a weird, like, Hey, I think I should be able to say anything. Why can't I say that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, he's going to be our 14th guy. So.
1: It's a weird privilege angle for sure. And I do feel yeah. like he, he, you know, he, like, as Jay was saying, he has, has said the right things, but um, you know, there's a little bit of a fundamental thing there. And, you know, maybe there's some, you know, credence to the fact that people are young and they can, you know, Improve, uh, and I know I, I've well, learned a lot. Well, this was in 2018. You know? oh, oh dear. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I, I I won't walk down that road because that is too recent for that.
3: Um, At least I'm relieved that he said I'm not a Trump guy because I feel like nobody who supports Trump is shy about it. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, good the, point. You know, good
3: point. Am I, what, I don't know. What do you think about that? I, and I guess yeah. shy
1: Trumpers out there, unfortunately. I mean, yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> where what, what were you gonna say? <laughs> You know what? The only thing I was going to add about the lineup, and and you know, you got kind of got me thinking about this. Ennis is is why not give more minutes to Boucher? And something I'm thinking about is if Boucher does get more minutes, I'd keep an eye on him as as they're showcasing him for a possible trade. I mean, I've got him and I've got Dragic as mm. the two the two guys with the most appealing contracts and and most tradable. So, you know, kind of keep an eye on Boucher if 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 his minutes starts to tick up there. I don't necessarily think that's because he's, he's playing amazing, which he did last year, but I think it could also be a bit of a showcase.
1: Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, I think Masai is kind of like loading the cupboard. So I do think that, you know, Dragic might have to come attached with someone or we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I, I think Messiah likes to not trade in, in the season, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were some trades, like, you know, you know, probably around the fringes, but, um, yeah, let's let's talk some NBA, and uh, I think before we move on, talk some NBA. Uh, Maddie D, uh, I'm going to take a quick pause here uh, for our potential sponsors. <laughs> potential. And we're back. Oh man, those were some <laughs> hot hot ads. Uh, oh, I can't okay. wait to
3: try those, sample those products or services.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Uh. Or Services. Yeah, you know what? Whatever that was, cash out, folks. My I'm hands hurt it.
3: from writing down all those promo codes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay uh maddie good sir would you please give me uh, your loudest weirdest adam silver sounding uh foghorn leghorn audio thing
0: this is adam silver oh.
3: Some fair use, Dr. Dre, <laughs> elevator mu- music.
1: <laughs> I like fair use, Dr. Dre. Where'd yeah. you find that uh, that track? Doc- oh,
3: <laughs> Dr. Dre, Dr. Dry. Uh, open He's source, Dr.
1: Dre. You know, <laughs> yeah, open source, not fair. <laughs> <laughs> open
3: source, yeah. Um, fair use. It's like a hundred year old Dr. Dre
2: beat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. Dre wrote this when he was eight, so anyone can use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's uh let's go to you um Jay and um and, and, and sorry, I want to bring Matt in for this one too, Matty D. And oh, it's opening night tonight, so this pod's going to come out and you will have uh either watch the highlights or watch the games of uh uh Warriors um oh dear, is it sorry, is it Nets Bucks Warriors Lakers? Yeah. Um and it will be uh it will be Raptors day and you'll be listening to this pod and watching the game later. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm just curious, uh, what you guys would do, what, you know, just thinking about what opening day usually is it's one or two teams. Uh, it's often the champion, not sure why Phoenix isn't there. Uh, it's often like a, you know, a, a, that, that game happens like Phoenix, Milwaukee mm-hmm. sort of thing, but just, yeah, in general, I want to hear some kind of creative ideas, so, uh, Jay, yeah, you first. What would you add, subtract,
2: change about opening day? I'd add in, um, you know, during the bubble, I know that a lot of things worked and didn't work with the bubble. But one thing I kind of liked, and maybe kind of grew in me, were those giant uh, screens that, I don't know, who was it? Michelob was, was, was hosting where, like, fans were there and you could see their faces and it was, like, one giant, you know, FaceTime mm-hmm. or, or Zoom meeting. I wouldn't mind if that kind of came back. I mean, just... Maybe not the entire court, obviously, because you're gonna—you don't want to single out those that are paying thousands of dollars to be front and, and front and center. Yeah. But like maybe like one of the four sides has like a giant board where people can kind of zoom in and 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 watch the game. I know that's that's definitely not what what you what the paying customers want to be blocked with but I mean it kind yeah. of gives that that opportunity for those who are not able to attend the game to kind of attend and you can sell it right I mean it's it's something that looked kind of cool on screen and, and my favorite highlight of, of that is as we all remember OGN and OB's buzzer beating three and seeing the dejected celtics fans oh. faces i that i would just the best it was the best it was honestly it was the best because and i would tell
3: that they they didn't think it was going to go in and i had it like set up because it cuts away so fast you know yeah. what i mean like where they're like
2: yeah. oh, oh and then it disappears because they're like get that off get that off and it's the perfect thing Amazing. for slow-mo right i mean oh, you slow-mo yeah. that over and over again so it, Bringing something like that in, maybe again, not the entire court, but maybe one side of the court, so we can see some fan interaction is something that I would I'd probably try to bring in. And then something a lot less of is, is to remove, uh, you know, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal, and <gasps> let's, let's move on, man. They're what? Are you out? are out. I can't. I'm out on what? them, man. I am out on them. And you know Wait what? I think. I think. I think <laughs> TNT is even kind of getting out on them because now, while while. Ernie Johnson and them have the Thursday show. Now they have a Tuesday show. So they've kind of got these two competing shows. And I think what you're going to see is the ratings for that Tuesday show with like, I don't know who's on there. I think it's like Candace Parker and, and Dwayne Wade. I think you're going to see that those Tuesday shows are going to go up in, in ratings. And look at this. Hmm. The season is starting on a Tuesday. So I think what you're going to see is a lot less of of Barkley and Shaq and a little more of the, the Wade uh, panel there.
3: Wait, wait, wait! You're, you're what, blowing
1: what, Ennis's what, mind.
2: What is let, the, let me just shout out Candace Parker. Like, just, yeah. oh yeah, like, what, what a champion!
1: Champion! And if yes. she actually is like in the office today, like hosting the opening of the NBA, like that's insane to me. Um, but sorry, <laughs> Ennis. Yeah, she I should get a few your,
3: days off. To yeah, really g- enjoy give that.
1: Candace a couple days. Like that. You was are the her- first
3: person. This is the first time I've ever heard anybody say they want to hear less of Shaq, Shaq, Shaq and Chuck,
2: Shaq and Chuck <laughs> and Chuck.
3: Um. I that's like a, that's an oyster truck. Um
1: <laughs> thank I thank you for saying that. That was you're welcome. you're welcome. You're welcome. Wait a second. Truck. Wait
3: a second. Wait a second. How do you? What's wrong with Jackie Shack and Chuckie? They're my favorite. It's better than most. It's better than most sports shows and
2: most TV comedies. I don't know when they, when I they have the halftime show. It's not the entire show. It's them specifically. there's something about like, <laughs> you know what? I think it's because I'm I'm all in for um when there's input from former players. Yeah. I want to learn something. And all I feel like with with those two is it's just bickering and complaining and, and exactly. Not, I don't know, man. That's not my that's not my thing. Like someone wow. like I'll, I'll give you this. Someone like uh Alan Iverson, he always praises the current players. And I feel like there's at least this evolution in his mind that, like, all right, the game is different than what I'm used to, and I appreciate the way they're playing the game. Whereas with with Shaq, it's like that's not the way we used to play, and blah blah blah. And you just sound like old man screaming at you I know mean, old man on lawn just screaming at at yeah. But he gets, he gets
3: checked every time. Like Ernie isn't having that. Kenny's not having that. And then it yeah. becomes Chuck versus. I mean, I, I want more moments like that awful Chuck question to KD last year. And then they just sat in silence for like 30 seconds that was on amazing. camera. They just it's just such a funny show to me. I mean, listen, I'm all for shows where you learn. But that to me is like lightning in a bottle every episode. And I get what you're saying about it. they sound old, but it doesn't sound. They're so charming and funny that it doesn't feel like the regular like, you know, Looking down on today's NBA type stuff, you know what I mean. But I, I will I, say I, that I just never heard that. They're just if so. There's funny. One,
2: if there's one segment I look forward to every time, it's when it's whenever they they you do that post it on a on a Chuck. <laughs> oh yeah, those awful bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a guarantee. Like you just. Should- bet the other way and you're, you're, you're winning big money. So that's yeah. one segment I always look forward to. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the thing.
3: It's like analysis, but it's always couched in a kind of like, Oh, it's time to watch my uncles on TV again. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: let, let, let me kind of, you know, go right down the middle and and half this for you guys. I feel like that show produces like some of the most hilarious moments. Cause like, there's so much air and room for it to breathe and there's so oh, yeah. much like weird history. And, but, but I will also say as a big, big Shaq as a player fan, his transition to media really was rough for me because I I think he kind of bullied a little bit. I don't like the way he treated McGee. I don't like the way he treated uh, Dwight Howard. And I think that he had this air of like, you know, Kenny has this kind of humbleness. Chuck has this kind of humbleness that's like, listen, I'm because he didn't win a ring, so they just keep
3: bringing that up and he can't say shit.
1: (laughs) But Shaq is kind of like, yeah, it's this weird thing where he is one of the best, you know, like, you know, depending on what you feel like, 10 players ever. So it's not the same as someone who is like really good and just kind of like, even like, you know, Dwayne Wade, I feel like as he's starting, he's still not like Shaq's level. It it should be curious if like a guy like LeBron were to join that, like how would he act? Um, But anyways, yeah. Okay. I I don't want to get too derailed here because I feel like. No, no, no.
3: Let's just talk about, let's (laughs) talk about NBA inside the NBA on TNT. I mean, (laughs)
1: It's a good convo. I like
3: when Draymond was on there. That was good. Draymond's good.
1: Draymond's all, he's good TV, but he also like, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's also says stuff that I'm sometimes like, wait, what? Um, (laughs) Okay. They're they're funny. It's not like, it's not like Stephen A. You know, I just think they're so funny, but go for it. No, I just want to hear, Ennis, what's your uh, add? adding to opening day? Oh, uh,
3: half court shots for a million dollars after every quarter, every, every game, (laughs) every opening night across the league. (laughs) <laughs> you get more people tuning in, you get more people going to the games. I'd be watching. It'd be good for league pass. Everybody will be watching it. Dude. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. is so and, simple and great. And this is not totally my idea, but I just thought of it. Uh, similar to the opening pitch. You have two celebrities either do a jump off, jump ball tip off from other sports, or they have to shoot a three, like in the same way that opening pitch, like seeing OG, you wouldn't want to see like Vlad versus, Bob Shett uh, have to do have to get a jump ball at center court you know what I mean
1: that's good there should be like
3: an official ceremonious thing that's not anthem related that's like tonight to throw out the first jump tip ball jump ball whatever it is (laughs) you know I I think that'd be great totally
1: I mean I'll go further and be like drop the anthem and just do cool stuff well yeah drop the anthems anyways yeah Um, that's enough Man, okay, those are like yeah, that was like a bucket of great ideas. Shit. You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Ma- Maddie, I don't know if these are going to be good sound ideas from you or we're just going on a wild trip, but uh, well, what's your <laughs> what's your opening day suggestions?
0: Okay, so I've got a couple. So we'll do one is a bit of a trip, the other one I think would just be a little more fun to you know, commemorate the 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 the, the finals winner and finalist from the season prior. So I think every first game should be those finalists from the last year. That should happen. So it should be, you know, uh, the bucks and Phoenix. And, but I think what would be cool for that game, if you were like those two teams, they always do it in some, you know, some international destination. We can get crazy with it. If you want, it could be an outdoor game in Antarctica. I don't know. Just choose a warmer climate too. say so anywhere in the world, I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah, <laughs> you immediately bailed on the Antarctic. <laughs>
1: know, like, yeah, the Antarctic.
0: Or somewhere? Tired <laughs> team has frostbite. Uh, <laughs> but, and also just, you know, like, I, I like uh, a little more, you know, gimmickry with uh, raising the banner. I think of Survivor. When Jeff Probst, you know, once like got on a sea in Fiji and like Here we go. took it to L.A. for the final, <laughs> you know, something, oh, yeah. you know, gimmicky stuff like that. I just think it'd be more fun than just them all kind of looking as it goes up. Um, and the other thing that's a little more trippy, first game should be uh, there should be at least one black light game. Everybody, all the players are wearing uh, you know how they paint on like the neon skeleton. So it's like, we're just watching them and they're skeleton like, neon skeletons uh, in a black light game. The ball's obviously orange. And uh, I think that, if the, you're uh, someone who COVID? does edibles, <laughs> a lot of fun. edible Could night, there should the- be an edible night at the uh, <laughs> first game.
3: I think that's incredible. Incredible edible yeah. night. Can right. we see all the COVID droplets in the black light? <laughs> oh yeah, now you're thinking.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> I mean, at least
3: at least at the games in the in Florida and Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It would be uh, very exposed. Um, <laughs> wait, so is that do you have do you, do you have more, Matt? Or are they all you No, know, those is are just this, my two ones. That still. yeah, that was all like Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yep. Um Well, my yeah, my idea is um Sorry, and let me just add this is a perfect place for me to say, uh, for Matt's blacklight idea, throw in flubber. Um, Always. I, I think that will make the game more exciting for sure. Uh, <laughs> and Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and throw in Teen Wolf, a real live yeah. teen
0: wolf. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: That would be awesome. Just, yeah, just, just a
3: 14 yeah. year old wolf.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah real, yeah, no human genes, just a 14 really year old wolf, real old wolf. Uh, um, I think that's an old wolf. Um, mine is, I think probably the, the least cool, but, but I think people would love, uh, I want every single team to play. So just basically, uh, a little bit, a little bit of that, like, uh, Martin Luther King day vibe where it's just a day of basketball. So it's, it's madness. Like, I, I know you want to give respect to, to the teams that, that just, you know, we're in the finals, but maybe that's in some way, like the showcase game or whatever, or maybe the last game of the night, but uh, I just want to see the whole league play on the same day. Um, but uh, yeah, Fair. lots of good ideas here. Um, and um, yeah, cheers for taking us on a trip, Matt. And uh, yeah, we had some TNT <laughs> debate. Antarctica. Antarctica, Antarctica game 2022, unless. but um, only the yeah, strong just, survive. Just, just moving on here. Uh, Ennis, what's, um, you know, what's your take on this DeAndre uh, Ayton situation? A lot of extensions coming out. Um, he's a really good center. I think that, so, you know, third year, great stats, uh, you know, good defense went to the finals, his first playoff birth, obviously, you know, Booker and, and Paul were there and other good players, but um, yeah, it seems like Phoenix is not willingly giving him the extension. Is this Sarver, their, their GM making, you know, A big mistake like he's done before, or is this maybe like a smooth move?
3: This is his third year, right? So this would be like his extension off his rookie deal.
1: Yes, I believe so.
3: And he wants the max and what do they want to give him?
1: I think less than the max. And I think his, his his (laughs) angle is basically just like, Oh, there isn't much of a debate here. Just give me the max. Like go ahead and do that. And they're like, well, let's finagle something. And you know, in the past that's happened to, you know, Gordon Hayward who eventually left uh, Kevin love with Minnesota. I think, I think, in a way John Collins just did that and it and, and worked out in Atlanta's favor, but John Collins, I don't think was like a, you know, headed towards the potential super super uh, right? If, if I'm not mistaken, I'll give you but, yeah.
3: two considerations, two, two opposing considerations. One, they just paid Paul like another forty mil a year for three years or whatever it is. Right. They just signed bridges to uh, four years, 90 mil extension. And how much does Booker make? Does Booker make the max?
1: I believe he must, so. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. So then in terms of pecking order, I I get it from the ownership, maybe a little bit to be like, we can't pay you what Booker makes. We just signed Paul for all this money. Like it is pretty top heavy if he's also making the max, you know what I mean? But from his side, uh, never bet against the revenge game. We, a, anytime an NBA player goes into a, a city of a team that doesn't matter, cut them, trade them. It went well. There's just something happens where it's like, the michael jordan i took that personally or that's all i needed or whatever you know one of those memes whatever it is mm-hmm. uh I, I i mean anytime a player is in a contract year, they're going to go off so i feel like ayton could definitely make his case even more and then it might be somewhere else but he could get the max at the end of the year so i feel like i feel like he's it, it's motivation you know so i think i think phoenix and, and you know think back to the the thunder getting rid of james harden cuz they didn't want to go into the luxury tax it's like well do you want to make the finals or do you want to uh, be economically viable and and play it safe and look what the thunder have been doing since and now just basically just compiling draft picks and and they almost have the thunder big 3 in in brooklyn already but um yeah, yeah. i think uh, i think it's a mistake not to i get why they might not want to pay him that much but uh i think he's got this year to prove that he's worth a max the max is so meaningless. It doesn't, it's the tur. It shouldn't even call the max. There's a salary cap. It should call it something else. Just like the most, you know what I mean? Max makes it sound like max talent. But if it's literally like, this is the most we can pay you, just call it the most. <laughs> call How the much do you make? I make the most. You know, it's like having, you can't, it's like having more than one best friend. You can't have multiple best friends. As far as I know, you can't have a max contract. One person should make the max and then there should be like slots after that. And by the way if you disagree with my my best friend theory feel free my girlfriend and I and I argue about this constantly she has like six best friends i don't think that's possible <laughs> but uh, i think she's lying to five of them sure and uh, i feel bad for those five
2: no so i'm, I'm a five most and one max yeah five most yeah. and a max <laughs> i'm
1: really exactly. glad that you're airing that out here ennis thank um, you yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's never going to listen to this it's great <laughs> uh, but no i think you, could, you you absolutely nailed it like in in my opinion with the with the thunder talk right like and you know I think some of these smaller markets uh, have this like tough choice or their owners make a, you know, potentially cheaper choice where they want to somehow be like championship level and they feel like they cannot be in the tax. And like, I, you know, I don't know what the number is this year, but m- usually most of the contending teams are in the luxury tax and they have to pay up. And I think you saw some of that frustration with the bucks, right. Where, you know, they let Brogdon go and it's like, That wasn't going to fly with Giannis. They needed to make that move for Drew, and they did, and it worked. And it's interesting to see the Bucks go one way. Um, Although you know, maybe they didn't give uh, PJ Tucker enough money, so they're they're kind of doing that similar thing. But yep. uh, And and, and Phoenix, it's interesting to see Phoenix make that choice where it's like we can thread the needle, and it's like, man, that's really really tough. Uh, That's a tough you know needle to thread. But um, yeah, where where
2: are you at on, on all this, Jay? No, I think all of you guys nailed it on the head in terms of the comparisons there, right? And and even you, Fred, at the end there with the the Bucks comparison, I, I I agree that this is a mistake. And you know, if if there's something that we've learned, even as as I mean, I look over my shoulder, I see that Raptors banner, and I see how quickly things change from then to now. And if you're Phoenix, you got to think have that same mindset, right? It's like if you got to pay the talent then pay the talent right I mean when are you going to end up with the number one draft pick again and you had that when you picked Aiden so pay up for him and yep. you know you guys mentioned already there's there there is a, a factor here that works in in Aiden's favor which is yeah he, he can put together one of those revenge seasons and it works in their favor but then you're going to have to pay him even more so I don't know it's 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 a bad decision all around, I think. Just, just lock him in now. Look what, look what the Raptors did, right? They locked in Ananobi at four years, 72, I think it was. That's looking like highway robbery with all of these extensions that we're hearing <clears throat> yep. over these past couple of days. That deal looks better and better every day. You don't want that to happen. You don't want to be in the other end of that spectrum when you're looking at Aiden.
3: hundred hey, percent. So, speaking of which, uh, you know, you want to talk about uh, highway robbery, even the Norm Powell signing, when we first extended him, seemed like, what, really? By the end, it was a steal, an absolute, absolute steal. steal. He was in four yeah. years, 44 million or whatever it was. This yeah. is strange to me. And I'm, I'm looking at the the salaries. By the way, Phoenix has the 22nd highest payroll in the league going into the season, which is wow. for a defending champion, that's pretty nuts. Um, Booker's on for three years. He's going to make another 100 mil altogether. Uh, Bridges starts making 20 mil next year. That's the part that's weird to me because obviously they're working on it and they they settled with, like, if they're paying Bridges 20 plus mil a year, then I mean, Aiden should be making 25 or is 30. I think what right they've ultimately in-
2: done is they've, they're, they were probably thinking, where well, we gotta, we gotta pay one of these guys. Yeah. We gotta extend one of these guys. Is it gonna be Bridges? Is it gonna be Aiden. And they've gone with, I mean, if you think about also his his skill set. I would probably put my money on Bridges as well. I get that Aiton, you 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 spent a first pick on him, but at the same time, it's he is a very specific skill set, right? Of of that, of basically a dying breed, right? Like the big man center who can bully around down in the in the, in the low post. Whereas mm-hmm. Bridges is kind of your modern day three and D guy. I can see their thinking there. We're like, okay, let's pay Bridges and and see what happens with Aiden right? And uh, wow, I think I think it's not going to pay off in the end. I think they're going to they're going to regret that. Yeah, um, but again, I, I can kind of see where they're, where they're thinking that way. Well, it'd
3: be yeah. nice for us to clear the room to sign them in the off season.
2: I I, I do <laughs> think
1: it's like, like like for me, there's a there's a short list of centers, uh, especially in today's you know era that you do kind of go you know, do the max with. And I think Aiden for me anyways, is one of those guys, because I feel like, you know, just watching a lot of playoff basketball in, in the past couple of years, he doesn't really seem like the speed of this game. Like he can be played off. So I feel like he's, he's always going to have this advantage and like just develop more skills as he gets older, you know, and he's 23. Yeah. He's 23. He, he's 23 and been I, the NBA finals. Like he, and he showed up in the playoffs. Oh and yeah. It w- was fantastic. So, you know, to me, that's enough already. Um, but you know, I, th- that's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause I think it's this they, it, it, it is, it is an interesting, you know, thing trying to thread the needle and like, you know, bridges is the more, is the guy of today's era, you know, and w- we have hopefully with the Raptors, like a whole team of those guys, uh, that are assembling, but like, yeah, I think, you know, do you go for a guy like Aiden is, is an interesting question because um, like to me it's, it's still yes, but it's also hard not to look back at like the basketball that we've been watching deteriorate and, and look at Ayton and be like, are, are you that though? Are you like the old guard or some new, you know, version of, of, of what's good. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's do some quickish questions. So let's finish this baby strong. Uh, Maddie D. This I know is you're fun. there. fun. Yeah, yeah, this is good, right? This is a good time, huh? Um, thank you. Yeah, I I, I feel like I'm uh, I was feeling that as you said that. So, cheers.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Jay, you're terrific. It's great to meet you.
2: Like, yeah, you know, this, you're awesome. We got to yeah, do this again. Yeah.
1: yeah. We, this is a good time. Um, you know, Jay, your your dog hasn't peed on your lap yet, you know? Um,
2: so well, you don't well, you yeah. don't talk to the pitcher during a no-hitter, all right? <laughs> 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 you know what as soon as i said that i was like oh
1: man this is gonna just just this a is spray gonna go goes into the frame <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah you know
1: yeah this this is like uh listen this is a shout to anyone who's been listening to the pod for a long time but yeah. this is you know don't have dylan god on if he tells you something's up okay and um <laughs> we did and something was up um so just uh don't worry dylan will be on soon he's okay um <laughs> let's uh maddie please good sir why don't you give me that uh Frenetic, delicious-sounding, quickish questions, sting. Quickish questions! We are doing some crazy stuff on video. So (laughs) make sure you you check out the YouTube (laughs) feed. uh, Subscribe. We actually got a couple subscribers last week hat tip to that um thank you uh this is quickish questions i'm gonna read through these questions as clearly as i can you know there's limits there um <laughs> you're doing great Freddie. you're doing great yeah you know, i'm doing good but you know yeah you know, add is always popping off so you know true, no true. worries there um live it love it you know new normal um <laughs> Okay. With that, with that, you know, uh, aside, um, I'm going to read these questions and uh, we'll go NSJ, Matt, and um, you can't stall. You just got to let the brain fire right at me. Um, Matt's always finding creative ways to stall, you know, whether it's a snow... Plow or, or, or some weird winter machine. Um, I'll <laughs> find a way,
2: but Wait, what uh, other
3: winter machines?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a like, or or a street. Yeah. Zamboni, yeah, he's got a zamboni. whatever's popular in Antarctica. Um,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: he's, got a, he's got with. a he's got a he's got a parquet floor to polish up there.
1: Uh, all you need to know, only one on this pod wearing a hoodie. So, something's mm-hmm. up, something's Either up. Um,
3: All right, I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay,
1: let's do this. Uh, Maddie, would you would you start the? There we go. Here we go. Oh, tennis predictions on the Warriors season. <laughs> is this is question from Jonathan Yam. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, that skunk. Um,
3: I can't answer that. I, the second I put, hey, my hey, shut up, Jonathan. That's my answer.
1: Okay, good answer. <laughs> um, Jay. How much is Miami
2: going to lose for tampering with Kyle this summer? They'll lose one second round pick and like pocket change from Pat Riley. Cheers. Matty. Mm-hmm.
1: What is OG Ananobi's pump up song before a game?
0: Um, I think it's a, like do you like pina coladas?
1: That makes sense. He likes Carrie Underwood. That's not the same genre. But, he's, he's,
0: uh, but he would, um, he wouldn't be smiling when he listened to it. It seems like a smiley perfect. song, right? He'd just be very. He'd be just thinking like about shadow
1: the, boxing. Yeah. To, 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 yeah. He's thinking about the colada. Margaritaville, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's really really thinking about the drink. Freddie, like, um, this is the question that I wanted. I was going to say Vanessa Carlton, but alas, uh, oh, it yes. wasn't me. It wasn't me, buddy. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, that's a good answer, though. Um. Okay, Ennis. Yeah. Uh, what's your way too soon hot take?
3: Uh, um, oh, God. What's my way too soon hot take? Uh, Russell plays the most games between him, LeBron, and AD on the Lakers this year. Love that take. Wow. Including the the, the playoffs. Um, there you go. Wow. Jay. That was Okay.
1: Will the Ben Simmons situation galvanize the team and make the make them better without him? Yes. That was quickish. Nice. That was great. Yeah, and that's what I love. (laughs) By the Uh, way, did you see what happened today? Did you see what happened today? Oh, Oh, it's it's ongoing. It's. Suspension for missing
3: practice. But today, this happened today. He missed a practice and he got suspended a million and a half, or they got kicked out of a practice. Yeah, he got uh,
2: kicked. He got kicked out not for an offensive drill, but for missing a defensive drill, which is. Oh. Weird. He uh, he doc told him to run the drill. He said no. Doc
1: said you gotta go. He dropped the ball, went home. Cheers. What the um, fuck, man? He should Maddie.
3: he he had a window to come back when the team was gonna come visit him and talk to him. He could have turned that whole thing around and been like, you know what? Team above individual, let's go. And he fucked that up.
1: He dropped the ball. Yeah. yeah. Matty. Mm-hmm. Should the Sixers trade Ben Simmons for Alonzo Morning? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, for Alonzo Mourning, um,
1: at Not this point, NBA whatever NBA. you can
0: get, I would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, even a retired wow. player. Sure.
3: Yeah, well, I like how um, this music. This music makes it sound like that was a game show question, like it had one right answer.
1: <laughs> 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 it's it wants just, to be. It's just Matt restarting it, but he <laughs> restarts it at the right time. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, Ennis, uh, if we don't get a Lakers verse uh, Nets final, is the season a bust? No, this this is the only league where they need they demand the
3: most popular teams make the finals every year, as and and if they don't, it's a bad thing. No, make it. I want it more like baseball, hockey, where every every year it could be different teams. That's exciting to me. Make
1: more stars. Mm -hmm. That's why the
3: Suns should be playing tonight.
1: I love it. Jay, Jazz and Nuggets are going to be good, but they ain't touching the finals ever. Are you okay with this?
2: Yes for the Jazz, no for the Nuggets. I want to see Jamal Murray in in a Finals at some point, so and hopefully he comes back this season and they make some sort of a run. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I never want to see the Jazz in the Finals. Okay, last question, uh, and this one's coming from me,
1: Maddie oh D. God. Yes, I know that you haven't finished watching Space Jam One. Have you even tried to watch Space Jam Two? Holy cow! How could I even go there if I haven't
0: finished the first one? you tell me uh i haven't but uh, it's on my list you know i'm gonna really Wait, try this season have i start- started it the second one no the first one i you started it yeah, yeah. you're watching it and st- how could you
3: turn away from the, uh, being so captivated once you started watching it
0: being so captivated i guess i wasn't that uh but you know it's wow. because i'm older now it's uh, you guys all watched when you were kids right I watched it a couple weeks ago. I loved it.
1: It's like the disrespect is wild. Like, (laughs) like, listen. Sounds like you're talking about the Goonies.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. When you tell an adult to watch the Goonies, they're like, "What?
1: Like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't." for kids. Okay, guys, you know what? Uh, can I, can I, I raise one question real sure. quick? Wait, wait,
2: this person said that the Jazz and Nuggets are never sniffing the finals? No, I said the Jazz are, I hope the Jazz never sniff the finals.
1: Th- this questioner friend, Why? of the Pod, yeah. uh, Matt Henry, yeah, he threw some shade for sure. I, I disagree, but you know. Who says gotta, they're not making I, the finals? I, I read the questions, you know, I, I think they both might.
3: The Lakers I mean, are like, all going to be in, in retirement homes
0: after this year, so
3: it's, it'll be wide open.
0: The Lakers are going to be in the play in again, and they're going to be so exhausted by that. By those oh my God. two games, I, agree, you know with what? That
1: take. I <laughs> agree with that. Take this turned into a Lakers slander pod at the end, and I, I quite like it. Um, I think the Lakers might be all right this year, but um, okay, you know, we, we've run out of time, guys. Uh, I love you. Thank you for doing this pod. Uh, everyone who's been listening and supporting, thank you all. Uh, really we, love appreciate you it. we love you hey. too. We love you too. Just love all around. Wait, wait, Um, do we get to plug stuff or not? Oh, we're plugging. We're (laughs) plugging. He's Uh, getting there. Ennis, yeah, I'm I'm going to you right now, man. You better be ready to plug, okay? Sorry, after
3: seeing JD in action directing from the floor, I'm just like, I'm slowing down and speeding up this podcast. I'm sorry, I'm too on.
1: Shout out JD. He rocked Uh, it on the floor. Uh,
3: Yes, I'd like to say, uh, please watch uh, season one of Roast Battle Canada. If you like uh, jokes that are mean between friends, Uh, (laughs) Freddie was the warm-up guy. You can feel the audience being hot, Hot little potatoes out there. You know that's all because of Freddie. And uh, it's on uh, CTV Comedy 1030 on Mondays. And uh, stay tuned for Children Ruin Everything, a new comedy coming to CTV about, guess what? Children ruining things, almost everything. That'll be on CTV sometime in the new year. And then Roku for our American listeners. So that's exciting. Hey, I get yeah. Roku. There uh, yeah, you go? go.
1: TV and they're like, you want all these Roku channels? And I'm like, sure, thanks. You know,
3: but you, you also get CTV, I think. So you should be. Yes. Fine. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, Jay, what's up? Uh, you, you're doing a bunch of Raptor stuff. Um, you just had a big, uh, you know, I would say like Internet thing with uh, choosing your new logo. Uh, it was. There's a lot of good options. There was a lot of debate. Um, I'm and sure no one
2: chose my favorite. It was. It was a brutal exercise. Like <laughs> it's my mistake for opening it up to the audience because the audience all went in a different direction. But that's fine. I'm just happy that people participated. Um, but yeah, on that front, with with uh, Raptors HQ, um, you know, the season's obviously starting. So lots of things to to look forward to. Over on Raptors HQ, we are all. Taking turns doing player previews, and I had the uh, the honor of doing Kem Birch. So his player previews up on Raptors HQ. Uh, the latest episode of That's a Wrap just got released. Uh, we had Chris Walder on, and uh, if you're watching this before wednesday at 8 20 in the morning catch me on cbc's metro morning i'll be previewing the raptor season with uh, ismaila and uh what else do i have what else do i have um i think that's it so yeah thanks for for having me on man this is this is always fun and this was a pleasure meeting you you Great too here, love the like banner I, yeah man oh you know what that banner actually fell about an hour ago so i quickly like threw on some tape i was just I was like, let's speed through this so it doesn't fall during recording. So this is great. <laughs> like a oh, bad it omen. So tra- it's so sad if it just. They would have yeah, been so yeah, tragic that that
1: happened really during this.
2: Portentous. Pod.
1: You, yeah. you you pitched a no hitter. Um, I feel like as soon as you turn this uh, this pod off, that flag's gonna fall and your dog's gonna be like taking a whiz. <laughs> yep. Um yep. guys, this was a great pod. Uh, honestly, top notch plug session. Let me just say, wow. Um, yeah, Maddie. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you. And again, mm. thanks for everyone who's listening and you know supporting, spreading the word. We've been growing like you know crazy for the past little while, so uh, it feels good. Um, Maddie, good sir. Please, uh, you know, if you feel like we're done here, just give me those sweet words. Okay.
0: Okay.